Hello, welcome to ATM, Artists Talk Movies, a podcast interviewing creatives about films that have inspired and or influenced their personal studio work. I'm Hyde Fontenot, and I'm here with co-host Aaron Stafford. We're here to talk about contemporary art and the creative impulse with new guests each episode. We're having casual conversations. We don't pretend to be authorities. We're hoping to give you a window into the visionary process of makers. So, you like music? No. I hate it. What is this episode What's... that we're doing? I mean, oh my what god, number? that's right! Holy I know, shit, it's fifty. Oh, I knew we were getting. We're at number I, five. I knew we were getting we close are to 50. fifty. Well, congratulations and oh happy gosh. golden anniversary. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It doesn't feel like 50, but uh, it feels like we just got started. Yeah. Well, that's how I feel about life in general, because I'm turning 60 next year. Mm. And I'm like, uh, that used to sound really old. And now I'm like... When I see people in movies that are 40, and I'm like, they look so young. What? <laughs> when did that happen? You know, it's like, oh. But uh, Hyde, you are, you know... Um, you transcend time, in my opinion. So, Erin's <laughs> oh, a wonderful friend to have. I'll say that. Oh, y'all. You made me cry. This movie made me cry. Oh, this my God. This movie was oh, really emotional. Yeah. 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 But so good. Yeah. So yeah. good. So I good. watched it yesterday again. You rewatched it? I rewatched oh, yeah. it. I had to take some illegal substances to go through it again. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. It's so intense. Uh, I don't know if we can condone that kind of behavior, Nitta. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> sure We're very straight and narrow on this, on this podcast. This is I, yeah. a conservative podcast. Yeah. Artists <clears throat> talking movies. Good yeah. luck. Yeah, ATM, right? Um, so we watched... <laughs> We watched Kala, uh, which is spelled Q A L A. Mm -hmm. It's Kala. Um, Kala. Mm -hmm. Kala. And mm -hmm. the it was just released not too long ago, uh, twenty twenty two. Yeah, it's our first Bollywood movie. And it, it oh, is. It is nice. Yes, I know. And the director, uh, let me see if I can pronounce her name correctly. Anit Anit Do it. I think is. Maybe close. <laughs> um, I guess. You, you, you get zero help and... from me. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. But I've my first introduction to this director, and I was thrilled. I can't wait to watch uh, more of her work. Yeah. I know that she had another film that came out before this that was also well-received. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. um, so have you seen that one, um, 
Uh-huh. Yes, yes, Bulbul, and it's um, Anvita Datta. So her her name is Anvita Datta, mm. and okay. yeah, her previous film was Bulbul, and I believe that's cool. on Netflix too. Oh, oh, excellent! Yeah, this is on. It's streaming on Netflix. So for those who yeah. maybe haven't watched it yet, you should go watch it right Very now because accessible. it's absolutely mm-hmm. phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, we kind of got ahead of ourselves. Should I do an introduction of our guest this week? Totally. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, um, interdisciplinary artist and educator Nita Bangesh was born in Iran and raised in Pakistan and currently lives in North Texas. While she works in a variety of media, Bangesh was formerly trained in Persian and South Asian miniature painting. And you'll see that in her portfolios. Uh, utilizing intricate patterns and precise details, Bangesh Bangish's work weaves in personal identity and experience to investigate the complexities of immigration, colonialism, culture, and race. In terms of identity, the artist is also a mother of two incredible daughters, an educator, a gardener, a thinker who understandably has a love-hate relationship with all of these boxes of identity, but often finds herself thinking and working at the intersections of this beautiful mess she is resolved to conquer the world's problems with one cup of chai at a time. And uh, mm. Nita, you should know that I just had some chai ice cream in Berlin <laughs> oh. because I was working on your bio this afternoon. And then I, I had the chance. Oh, nice. So, oh. um, Bangesh is. I... Oh, sorry. I'm going to continue with the. Um, <laughs> yes. With your go bio. Ahead. Just go that um, Bangesh's artwork <laughs> has been shown in the Crow Collection of Asian Art in Dallas, Texas, the Reading Room also Dallas, Texas, Kent Gallery at Florida State College in Jacksonville, Florida, Milwaukee Institute of Art and Design, the Idea Store at Whitechapel Gallery in London, the Bell Conan Art Center in Canberra, Australia, the Jam Jar in Dubai, and the Canvas Gallery in Pakistan. You can currently find the artist on Instagram, as well as seeing her work regularly, we hope, at Tally Dunn Gallery in Dallas, Texas. So, welcome, Nita. Thank you oh, so good. much for that. I feel very important. Yes, Yeah, I'm right? You are, are you important. impressed? Impressed, right? I'm very impressed by all my achievements. Yeah. Very nice, very nice. And, and you're yeah, just getting yeah, started. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I am. Yeah. You know, Nita, I th- I'm pretty sure I saw your last. I think it was your most recent show at Tally Dunn. Was that right before the pandemic? I think. Yes, it was. And I saw that, and I thought it was so fantastic. Thank and then you. I saw your website. I was like, "Holy shit! I've seen your work. Uh-huh. I just didn't know. I didn't make the connection." Uh-huh. Yes. So it was <laughs> such a good show. So and then Thank you. and then pretty much the city just kind of shut down. It seemed like the next minute in yes. terms of art uh-huh. world stuff. So yes, it did. It was literally yeah. January of 2019. How 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 uh-huh. long have you been in Texas, Nita? So I have. Um, it's. I suppose eight years. Okay. I was in Florida for two years and Memphis for a couple of months. But I've really been in the U.S. For, since the past 11 years. Okay. So I'm not very, you know, I'm pretty new here, yeah. approximately, mm-hmm. yeah. like, relatively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so you've 
uh, recommended um, Kala for us yes. to watch. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what what's your history with this movie? When were you introduced to it? Okay, so I I think watched it a few months ago, not very long ago. And uh, one of my students' mom, um, I have um, students who come to my studio for to learn art, and she's from Bangladesh, and she said you have to watch it. Uh-huh. And I did watch it, and it was pretty intense. Kala yeah. means mm-hmm. art in Hindi. Um, oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so the 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 main character's name, uh, her name is Kala, and. Yeah. Kala means art. Like in, in she's Hindi. amused. Yeah. And it just hit straight home. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it did. I mean, I'm kind of dying to delve into your personal history and just ask, you know, what your relationship to yeah. your, to your uh, parents are because that this is yes. so important. It's such an important theme in this film. Yes. Yes. I mean, maybe. Could we get a summary first and then oh, sure. we can talk about that? Because I know that's that's definitely going to be interesting. But I think for those who might, maybe they haven't seen it or maybe yeah. Yeah. they haven't seen it in a little bit. Um, yeah. yeah, go ahead and give us a summary, Nita, if you could. Okay, so I mean the... It, a, it, I mean, I don't, I don't think I can do justice to the summary, but mm-hmm. I think Kala is a film that is uh, that beautifully dwells um, in the complex inner world of a mother and daughter relationship. Mm-hmm. And I guess how, as a mother, the way I see it, how we've internalized patriarchy and how we translate it Ah. into our, in the next generation, it's almost like on, on, on being on autopilot, Mm -hmm. not knowing what you're doing, but you're kind of, your bodies are these vessels of just transferring things automatically. So I see that film like that, um, you know, um, yeah, so it's, it's, it was pretty complex. It was very layered. It was just quite intense on so many levels. Yeah. And how, on your question, answering your question, my relationship with both my parents is phenomenal. Oh. Like, it's oh, okay. really good. That's yes. a relief. And so, <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. I mean, it's, I mean, my dad was a surgeon. Mm-hmm. And yes, he wanted me, he expected me to be mm. uh, in a medical field, but he didn't mm. force me. Uh-huh. He let me go also. But then, um, you know, but then, I mean, I'm from a line of kind of, my, my sister is a doctor, my other sister is a pharmacist, and my other sister is like an IT. Mm-hmm. So I'm the kind of the, the least, like... You're the black sheep. <laughs> I'm the black of. sheep. Mm-hmm. You know, uh-huh. I'm, I am the black sheep, and I understand how in this film, the pressures, I mean, I, my, I think my older sister um, is a doctor because exactly of this film. Uh-huh. Not because of that. I mean, I think that this film, the relationship of mother daughter is very exaggerated. Uh-huh. But in our lives, it's more subtle. It's more, yeah. you know, you don't, you almost don't feel it until you need therapy. You know, yeah. <laughs> later, yeah. later in your life. Yeah. And this is not just uh, what she wants in her field, what she wants to be like professionally. It's just. The way you carry yourself, the things you like and don't like, the people you hang out with, yeah. the way you conduct your life. Yes. Um, oh. You can you can see this this you know what I mean? It's not yes. just about I want to be a singer, so I'm gonna be uh-huh. just rebelling, or yeah. or maybe just listening to your gut is rebelling. Yeah. Yeah. For a girl. Yeah. And um, the idea of uh, what what sort of uh, 
role you fell into if you wanted to be a singer and how there was respectable mm -hmm. the respectable profession yes. and then something that was equated with courtesan or like say even prostitute yes. Mm -hmm. uh, yes yeah, yes. Sort of. So role. it's interesting. I don't know if you picked up on it. You kind of have to be kind of steeped into that culture to really understand the idiosyncrasies of oh, I'm sure why she stuff. didn't want her daughter to sing. Because, okay, so she herself belonged the mother. Yeah. So she mm -hmm. belonged to a, a Tumri. She was a Tumri singer. Okay. So Tumri singer is their classical, very like belonging in, in those pockets of elite poets and musicians and you know it, it they're basically ultra classical indian singers which uh -huh. is not a very um it's not to everybody's taste okay like mm -hmm. random uh, a south asian public will not go listen to tumri uh, would it be a, kind of the equivalent of like opera singers? Yes, of? Like, yes, maybe. Okay. Yes, and y yes. So this is, I mean, not not every. Yes, of course. You know, that's a good like parallel to make. Not popular culture. Not popular right, culture. Of, mm -hmm. So yeah. and be, and if women did that, that was considered noble. Yeah. But if women did what like a back backstage singer for a film which the men were doing at that time mm -hmm. which you can see and a lot more people relate to it so you see the hall kind of filled in when the brother that brother started singing uh -huh. and it was kind of empty when the, the when when kala was singing uh -huh. and mo the mother noticed it you know so it's and if if women want to dwell in those realms it's it's a taboo they become courtesans they're uh -huh. like so the mother didn't want, she wanted to kind of shield, protect yeah. her daughter from being labeled as such. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? She, she wasn't, she didn't want her to not sing. Right, yeah. Yeah. right, mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say in Europe at that time, I think that say yeah. uh, for a woman to be an actress was uh, mm -hmm. like, how do I say it? Like you were kind of seen as a loose, loose like you had loose yes. morals. It wasn't a respected yes. profession. Mm -hmm. It was like, oh. Uh... Yeah, I mean, and I think I think in, in, in this one, it kind of touches on, like, this is sophisticated, so you're allowed to do this. And this is kind of, uh -huh. you have to be in these, um, you know, alt spaces, and this is not for you. Uh -huh. So I wonder, Yes. It, it just sort of occurring to me that I, because I feel like this has, this, sort of connection to women who are working as ah. equating them to prostitutes or loose. I wonder if there's, you know, I mean, today this sounds kind of cuckoo, uh -huh. um, but to, back, you but, know, 100 years ago uh -huh. and, and more than that, it's like, it, it, are people just afraid that women are going to be independent yes. financially yeah. and then any degree therefore they of, get labeled? Yeah, any degree of self-determination yeah. would mean that you were headstrong. Uh -huh. It would mean that you... Yeah, you were in danger morally because you weren't also like yeah. protected yeah. or dictated behavior uh, by, yeah. by a father or a husband. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Huh. And it's so interesting how when she does enter those spaces, uh -huh. she does give her body away unwantingly. Yes. So her her mother really was trying to protect her because, okay, so... The mother herself was an, you know, a former Tumri singer, uh -huh. right? And the dad, mm -hmm. which we never were never showed, he was a very esteemed. So the mother wanted to project the legacy of the father 
right. on oh, on the wow. daughter. She was like, "No, you don't. You you won't be me. You will be. You will do the legacy. You will, you know, take forward the legacy of the dad." Uh-huh. So it's almost like she didn't want her daughter to be her. She wanted, you know, her hmm. daughter to, you know, move forward the legacy of the dad, which was the more classical singer. Yeah. You know, and then because and then she got into the um, the film popular yes. culture singing because she was so in the movie there mm-hmm. presents uh, I forget the guy's name but he's like in the industry yes and then yes. he's he's interested in um, so basically in the story um, you have some conflict between Kala yes. and another singer the brother. Who, the well, he's mm-hmm. not her brother, not but brother, he's kind of like, like the adopted, adopted one. brother, right? They, yeah, yeah adopted yeah. brother. Um, yeah, but but prodigy. But he's yeah. like Singer. super talented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, prodigy. Everybody's like Uwen and I, and and yeah, so yes. they they adopt him, and then of course there there's this conflict between, and pretty much with just Kala with him, and not really the other way around, um, because like he's like I don't care, um, <laughs> but she really needs her mother's validation, yeah. yes, and she she's she was like tortured. Yeah. so, yeah, I mean yeah. distraught, her facial expressions, just like. Yeah. To me, I was like, "Oh man!" Like in the the way that this actress like used her face. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. And yes. Yeah, so, okay. So then Kala sort of uh, takes this opportunity because her sort of quote brother uh, is sick and seduces him, mm-hmm. and and then sort of gets into that. But but. So it's okay. So yeah. So it's okay for the brother to. I'm trying to get this yeah. straight. It's okay for the brother to to do that, but it yeah. wasn't okay for her because yeah. it was seen as uh, vulgar or yes. distasteful. Uh-huh. Yes. But it. I felt really frustrated, like thinking about that because. Yeah. Yeah, but it's that, and then also I just I'm not sure that the mom set up Kala for success oh, no. like did she want her daughter to be successful i'm no. like what was that relationship I yeah. because i mean classical singing yeah. needs uh-huh. especially hindustani classical singing needs a lot of rigorous yeah um mm. practice and it needs certain inclination and she didn't have that she had the inclination for the other kind of music uh-huh. that she wanted I to see. so she the pop the, stuff the pop mm-hmm. stuff and then she yeah. so she wanted to be like a you know uh, and which she, when she did dwell into it, she was amazing at it, and oh she excelled God. at it. But uh-huh. she was just not meant. She was. She didn't yeah. have the metal to make it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But the mom yeah. was like, no, 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 you can't be that because that's not associated uh, to, mm-hmm. you know. Heartbreaking. Um, although secretly, I feel like her mom also enjoyed that because she embraced the 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 boy yeah. when yeah. he he right. sang it. And you know. And in in, yeah. in I think I think in. In music, uh-huh. in musical, fa- in, in families, in musical families, um, um, they, it's it's very it's a very normal thing to adopt somebody and ah, sort of okay. train them, uh-huh. train them in this field. It's a kind of a tra- classic way of teaching. It's ustad shagird, or you know, like an apprenticeship. Um, so mm-hmm. yes, but it's in this case it was kind of adopted because I think she longed to have a son because the yes. son in the f- beginning of the film. She she lost her son, the twin uh-huh. of of Kala. Yes. And yeah. so, and then she, you know, so it's kind of started from there. The most interesting part for me in the film was when 
she said, when the guy, the boy says, I sing for myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just like me breathing. Yes. And so, 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 and she, and, and on the other hand, she's like, I hate singing. And I'm just doing this to please mom. Uh-huh. And to get her validation. And then I, it kind of made me sit and think, like, we allow men when we are when we are mothers at least you know and i've seen it here as well um mm -hmm. we allow them to be themselves we allow boys to be themselves uh -huh. totally so so they excel mm -hmm. relatively in yeah. whatever they they pick because we allow them to do it yeah but we don't allow girls to do right. to be themselves right. we want to mm -hmm. shape them and mold them based on our securities what we didn't Mm -hmm. yeah. we're not or what we were and so just letting both both people kind of let them letting them be mm -hmm. is you know it, it really saddened me that mm -hmm. the, the boy also lost his voice because she dropped mercury in his right yeah. you know yeah. in his milk yeah because she wanted him to not sing so that she can take over uh -huh. and she uh -huh. can be represented by those film yeah. industry yeah and did you, yeah, and did you notice when the thought came into her mind that, you know, the, there's a, there's a uh, music in the middle, it's like from the 40s and 30s where the black feathers and it kind of, the film takes a turn. Yes. And uh -huh. then these insects show up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Did you see these bugs and butterflies and insects show up in different places? And I even in sure. all her yeah. saris? Yeah. She's she has insect embroidered on her saris. Oh, uh -huh. you're right. But I don't understand uh -huh. why. I, and I want to uh, know yeah. why. I wasn't sure if she was hallucinating that or if it was really there. Yeah. And um you know No, she was hallucinating. Yeah. Yeah. In in yeah. other um say like in biblical stories like sometimes insects mm -hmm. indicate a plague and so it might have been mm -hmm. like oh. a repercussion like a pay like uh she's she's going to be punished for the sin oh. of um, sabotaging her brother with this yeah oh i don't know maybe well that's I think that the moth was used at a, yes. a few times yes. um and the moth might you know, point to transformation, but also to yes. decay or death. It's yes. sort of used in a couple of different uh -huh. ways. So, and then we have that expression, um, you know, a moth to a flame. Yeah. Like being yes. drawn to something that's hurtful. Okay, now you. it makes yeah. more sense. <laughs> but you have to go for but it. Yeah. I, that's good. I really enjoyed the sort of fantastical elements of this movie. Yes. I, it was, I wasn't expecting it, but it yeah. definitely took a sort of very surreal uh -huh. yes, sort of did. tone. Mm -hmm. And you're right. Like you weren't really sure sometimes like what was going on in her head. Yeah. It actually reminded me a lot of Black Swan, but uh -huh. I actually yes. think I prefer this. Uh, yes. Then mm -hmm. I like Black Swan yeah. quite a bit. Um, and honestly, yeah, I'm probably just drawn to like, complicated mother-daughter oh movies. my god like yeah. my relationship with my mother is complicated <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and it just it draws me in immediately i'm like yeah. oh yeah. totally can relate to that yeah. yes i mean i think i think the first when i said my relationship with my mom is really good is because uh -huh. i know I, I understand why i mean she did the best with the resources she had uh-huh uh -huh. right so 
and you know, yes, she made mistakes. Yes, I've made mistakes. I'm a mother of two daughters, uh -huh. and they'll right. need therapy. God knows they will. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're making mistakes but, every day. Know, <laughs> in real time. Yeah. You know, it, they did not come with a note and right. they did not come with a return return stamp on them. So, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so I mean, I yes, and I, be, I often find myself speaking uh, to my mom about... Um, and she kind of starts with apologizing. I was like, there's no need to apologize because I know you did the best... You could uh -huh. under the circumstances, right, and right. which is which is another podcast altogether. But you mm -hmm. know, we are four sisters. We are mm. four sisters, and we kind of were. We were, you know, I was born in Iran, uh -huh. but we were. My dad was Pakistani, and my dad's family was really big on having sons because uh -huh. you know the name of the family is sort of transferred from generation to a generation with sons. For example, mm -hmm. like my daughter, oh. my daughters have their dad's surname. So basically oh. my father's name kind of ends with us. Because of four I daughters. Yeah. Right? Yes, right? So, and I know why we're four. We're four because the first two or three were not boys. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. You know? Right. And that's, yeah. when you sit with it, at the fine, fine age of 39, it hurts, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> are, are, you, are, are you saying uh -huh. that, like, um, your your parents kept trying to have children because there wasn't a boy? Is that is that what you yes. said there for so not Yes, yes, because and, and not because my parents, I don't think my mom clearly never, I don't think she ever, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. So it was my, 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 my father's parents uh -huh. and their family that were insisting like you're the first firstborn son of our family you don't have a son this is ridiculous uh -huh. you know you either get you know have another wife that can produce you uh -oh. more sons oh or you but, try this one but, uh, oh, wow. but sex you know what i mean determined it's, by the sperm that, that's right nobody cares okay uh, yeah. You try and yeah. you try and until you... science is so inconvenient. <laughs> yeah, you try, okay? You try, you keep, you keep trying, trying, trying. One will oh be boy, and goodness. then you stop trying. Yeah. <laughs> my grandmother once told me that she knew how to have a boy or a girl, and it was something about vinegar or the moon yeah. or something, something like that. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. Like um, we're back to last uh, episode of uh, Gattaca, genetic engineering know, Gattaca. Cha changing the 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 gender of a, of a fetus. Yeah. With vinegar. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, or the moon. Yeah. With vinegar. You know, like you do. Um, and uh, I know, I was like, I don't want to know more details, especially about the vinegar. But, um, ooh. I've heard lemons you know, or something. Really? It's about, I'm sure some the pH. acid. Yeah. Some uh -huh. pH has to go up and down. Listen. God knows what. But it I doesn't. Mean, Seem like a good idea to me to mess with your pHs like ever. Like let's just <laughs> the body is naturally balanced. Oh gosh. Yeah. But yeah. you know, I think it's Do really you want sad a son to... or not? Yeah, it's sad to me Aaron that you have these <laughs> scenarios. God no. <laughs> I mean I have a I have a dog and that's enough for me yeah. at this okay. at this point. <laughs> but it it saddens me to think that you have disappointment with yeah. a daughter well you know, yeah no my parents again you see my parents were not disappointed my dad and my mom both like 
adore and love us uh-huh. and never never have we ever been mm. made uh-huh. to feel like you're less than but every mm. time for let's mm. say um, you know Eid or festivities or yeah. morning or whatever we would go to the village which uh-huh. is where everybody mm. else is we were introduced as oh they're the daughter of Dr. Liaquat Ali who doesn't mm-hmm. have a son <laughs> and oh my God. like everybody's face would just drop saying oh oh my Aww. god like That's, oh yeah, yeah. like so, my mom but, would be introduced in uh-huh. Pashto and it would be interesting for me to say like in it in Pashto like um dazwedanishta like her, her, she she's so to my mom they would say this is Seema this is Dr. Liaquat's wife She is from Iran so she's not like ours and uh-huh. then she has four daughters and she has no son and then there'd be a communal Oh, oh my goodness. You know? Wow. And then so we were it was and when we would come home this would be like our tagline like no son. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we would make fun of it. Yeah, good. But I know I constantly push myself against the current. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And as a woman I'm constantly and try to be an overachiever. I am not good enough. I am never good enough. Uh-huh. I don't I never do enough as a mother, as an wife, as an ex-wife, as yeah. an anything because I want to I don't know what I want to prove. Mm-hmm. And now I'm mm-hmm. yes, I'm mindful of it, but then yeah. imagine you coming from that trauma. Uh-huh. Right? And oh, of yeah. course you know, you know, you understand that. You've come to, you've come made peace with it. Yeah. But you also know you're trying extra extra hard to prove something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was a scholarship holder. I was like the top the, in my university yeah. amongst 125 odd people. I was the topper. Uh-huh. I was the scholarship holder. I was the XYZ. Uh-huh. Because mm-hmm. I constantly wanted to prove something. Yeah. That mm-hmm. I can I'm I'm as good as a uh-huh. as a as a boy uh-huh. could be for right. my dad. <laughs> but but you know? boys are terrible. <laughs> I mean yes well, but I don't know. And, you I don't know, know. what that's something that I hear I think mm-hmm. more mm. often today which is that a lot of parents want girls and not boys. Mm-hmm. Uh you know if 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 they were to choose a preference I usually hear I want a girl. Really? Mm-hmm. Um and at, maybe because girls are a little easier. I have no mm-hmm. idea y'all. I mean mm-hmm. I've <laughs> like no experience with this other than being yeah. a girl. Um, yeah. but uh Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I I but it's like it's maybe turned a little bit where we're not so focused. I mean the whole idea like I think people are realizing that this yeah. idea of passing down your family name is so mm-hmm. dumb. Like yep. it's the dumbest right. like thing to get like worried about. The traditions die about. really hard, you know. People do not mm-hmm. like uh can't really think about breaking the pattern so often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though everyone suffers from tradition. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. Oh my yes. god. I mean, I'm so anti-tradition. I think I go to the extreme where I like uh-huh. Yeah. I'm a bright like um my boyfriend's uh nephew's just got um baptized and uh-huh. his mom was like, "Oh, what did you think?" And I was like, "It was a wee bit cultish. Like, I don't know what to, <laughs> this is weird. It's weird that y'all do this. Yeah. Like the, the kids didn't like it." Nobody wanted oh. to be there. 
Um, and then they were wearing these weird, like, white tuxedos. And so they looked like little Vegas performers. It was just oh so goodness. strange. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Vegas performers yeah. for Christ. Yes, exactly. Oh, <laughs> oh dear goodness. <laughs> I wish I, I should find some pictures. Uh, yeah, that but, sounds um, adorable. But, you know. <laughs> it but, does. So, Netta, you use a lot of pattern in your work. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Um, and yeah, and so you have and some traditional you know, forms. Obviously, mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. But then you kind of uh, sort of shake things up a little bit. I'm I'm kind of looking at an image right now where you've got this like very kind of stark triangle shape, which kind of I think what you were saying maybe might connect to the to the the home or the house. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. And, and in this movie, um, the home is a really yes. interesting place as well. Like yes. this, this place, this dwelling in the middle of nowhere. Yes. And um, I don't know if you want to talk about some of that work or your relationship to domesticity or the house. Yes. Or, yeah. I, think the, I think the one reason I, I was so intrigued by so many different levels of this film is, be, is the idea of, um, you know, it was initially a home that was dwelled by two women, mm-hmm. right? By the mother and mm-hmm. daughter. Uh. But still, patriarchy was alive, so oh God, alive yes. there. It was just like this invisible man is standing there and like yeah. hammering these women into shape. Um, so it was interesting, again, how our bodies are kind of trained mm-hmm. unconsciously to do that. And that kind of mm-hmm. reflects in my, my works where I... It's called the bridge called my back or yes. the site plan where I, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm washing teacups and yeah. putting them mm-hmm. back in order. They're, you know, right. imperial white china teacups. I serve tea and I put them back in orders because my body as a subaltern is almost like, you don't need to go colonize any place. I will <laughs> colonize uh-huh. my children yeah. to begin yeah. with and then move on and perform those duties um, out, both inside the domestic yeah. and uh, in the outside spaces. So, um, yes. Oh. I was going to ask if you would talk about, if you would describe um, the, my bridge is a back, uh, my back is a bridge. Is that the title? The bridge called my back. Yes. The bridge called, yes, my, the back. Bridge called yes. my back. I was looking at yes. images of that and, um, and I was trying mm-hmm. to understand it as a performance or, mm-hmm. or a sculpture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and can you, can mm-hmm. you describe to our audience more about that piece mm-hmm. so they have a sense of it? Yeah. Yes. So the bridge called my by back is a was a performance that I did in Taos. Um, Lauren Wood, Amber B. Mag, and Nadia were um, you know this was part of the um, uh, my grad program uh-huh. in uh, SMU. We went to Taos and for a one week intensive uh, performance workshop. Yeah. Conducted by uh, these three individuals, amazing professors at SMU. Um, and then so in this one, I I used my body as the structure on which so basically what i'm i'm just going to visually um describe it i am lifting a 250 pound day bed uh-huh. um on my knees in a you know on my arms and knees in a yoga pose mm-hmm. and on my mm-hmm. on my back the so the the chairs on the bench is on my back and on top of that there's a um there's a male st- you know kind of in a um you know the the dog pose yoga the tabletop pose i don't know what it's called so mm-hmm. so basically there's a man and a woman uh man being on the lifting the day bed and the weight of a man mm-hmm. and balancing each other um sort of signifying 
the that bench being a domestic space mm-hmm. from the weight of under which you women can't just get up and leave mm-hmm. the weight is on my back i can't just get up and exit <laughs> yes the man is balancing it too there is but the weight of it is on a woman's and the invisible weight of it is on on the women's shoulder uh-huh. and on br- more specifically on a brown women's body's shoulder because the the man on top is a white man uh-huh. mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so so it's called the bridge called my back and it's by women it's an anthology by uh, uh, women who identify themselves as by people who identify themselves as women it's a beautiful book uh-huh. everybody should read it mm-hmm. it's a mixture mm-hmm. of poetry and you know it's beautiful so it's called um, so that's basically the and yeah So I was basically thinking about the yeah the domestic and uh-huh. the my body carrying that weight and how that is represented in the spheres outside the domestic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you for that. Yeah. You're welcome. I'm really you... bad at explaining things. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> No, that was good. It's hard to talk about your work sometimes it is. like It oh. is and I kind of describing yeah. them is hard. Yes. Totally, totally. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think artists get enough practice talking about their work. Like fit like really get like talking about it, not writing about it. Somebody um, should do a podcast yeah. where they talk to <laughs> artists about their work and about other things that inspire their work. And they Nobody should Nobody does that. And, yeah. You know I what, Erin, we should really? just do it. <laughs> 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 I'm right on top of that, Rose. I'm right on top of that. Um, Mira, I wanted to ask you because like, you know, you're working with all of these issues of being a woman mm-hmm. and with as a mother and um uh, a daughter and you know, this 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 heavy burden, this weight. Mm-hmm. Um and as a modern woman, mm-hmm. do you have any advice to like break like how how can how can somebody you know overcome the mm-hmm. weight of that cuz i still feel like that happens to me um yeah. mm-hmm. to this like there are things that happen in my family yeah. um that are super frustrating like the the men don't take care of the um the oldest person in the the family yeah. Yeah. and it really the weight of it like physically yeah. she is a heavy person yeah. and she's 95 mm. and it's like the men just check out uh-huh. and i just yeah. don't understand like and it's that i think in in the in the bridge called my back i think uh-huh. what i'm talking about is that men can check out yeah. they have mm-hmm. right they can check out i don't want to do the dishes i don't want to raise the kids i so i'm not going to do right. it and the, what are you going to do you know <laughs> and i know that but like you can't you were, check out uh-huh. as a woman yeah i keep seeing this meme about breaks. people going isn't it great uh-huh. that he babysits and it's like it's not babysitting oh, it's your yes. own damn children like yes <laughs> but it's yeah the fact that women do it in the workplace day. you know if they If they yes. have to go take care of their kid, it's seen as, you know, a negative where if a guy has to go take care of their kid, it's like, you know, yeah. people think it's so great. It's heroic. And yep. it's so <laughs> Yeah, it is. Oh, yep. God. But um I wonder cuz I know you were talking about Nita how we raise children differently yes. mm-hmm. and I'm wondering if it just needs to start at the be- like we just have to kind of really rethink how we're raising children mm-hmm. because I just don't think I can 
I don't know if I can change the people who already exist in this world who are already ingrained in those expectations and if you if you think about how much heat is on the transgender argument right now and i think so Mm -hmm. much of it is maybe even unconsciously it's signaling that like gender is an outdated construct and it needs to be level and it's like, you know, people can be what they need to be, but like, just stop giving advantages to men and stop um, assigning particular attributes, characteristics, like duties to gendered, you know, whatever yeah. the gender is. Yeah. And, uh, and I think and that, 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 like, I don't yeah. know if people are up in arms as much about like drag performers or people cha- um, mm-hmm. getting a, a, a gender affirm affirming surgery but that it is mm-hmm. signaling like a wave of everybody's got to change how they think about gender and how they treat gender yeah, yeah. and how they treat women <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i mean it will i think it will require so much undoing oh yeah mm-hmm. and just so much really consciously just really questioning everything consciously i mean it may lead uh, to a divorce uh-huh. But you'll be a good uh-huh. parent, at least. Or millions of divorces. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Because, because you see, I mean, I see myself, I, the reason why I see so much of Kala in, in myself mm-hmm. is because Kala failed at the mm-hmm. end, right? Yeah. According yeah. to the society, right? She failed, yeah. right? And yeah. she can't be and, happy. And I failed. Mm-hmm. No, Mm-mm. and and I feel like I failed. Although I tried so much to be a good mom, be a good you know like, hu- wife, and be this, be that. Mm-hmm. But then um, I think all of that doing and trying to overcome, trying to it kind of threatened the masculinity yeah. of my ex-husband. Uh-huh. You know. Uh-huh. Because he didn't have to do all of that. And he was just like, why on earth do you get what you put your mind into? Uh And so my fragile masculinity is getting all hurt and Uh bruised. So I I think I failed him. I didn't fail him there. He failed himself there. But you know what I mean? And then so it collapsed. So I failed. Well, because I was I tried to kind of push it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, like he would take that personally, like it's an emasculating thing that you are successful. Yes. I mean, I'm successful in whatever. I mean, I don't know. He uh-huh. didn't never considered me successful because I never brought in as much money sure. into the house as he did because, you know, he was, he's an IT. Uh-huh. I'm an artist. There's no comparison. Right. But yeah. just right. the fact that Nida, Nida thinks she's going to do a second MFA, she gets in and she goes and she does it even if she has like a two-year-old and a you know four-year-old she's uh-huh. juggling all of that and she she did she did it uh-huh. and so you know she thinks about she wants to make a, a fire pit with like digging a lot of dirt and she, she does it and so she says something and she because that's how i've been that that overcompensating nida bangesh uh-huh. who's trying to say i you know i you you don't need a brother. You don't need a, a, a title, male title to to feel to do stuff. And so, and that's and so when he doesn't understand that because he's always been spoon fed in golden spoon, he doesn't feel the need to do things to overcompensate or to prove himself or to feel uh-huh. satisfied. Uh-huh. But I need to not because I'm 
trying to be mean to him, but because this is how I've been programmed. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because you, I read, um, I think it was maybe in a glass tire um, interview that you did that you said invisibility is not yes. a natural state it's for not. anyone. It's not. And I was like, I, I think that you, what you're confronting is this idea of being visible and maybe a partner or a society that wants you to mm-hmm. be invisible and kind of yep. pushing yes. against that. And yes. Kala did the same thing. And of course, unfortunately, um, you know, in the end, it res- she like you said like she um it, it was it was not a happy ending mm-hmm. yes folks who haven't seen this movie yeah um although it was a weird there was something kind of satisfying about it because the mother did eventually did come around she but did. like not soon enough like of course death. it's a movie yeah. so it's like yeah yeah, yeah. but then yeah. the mother sort of finally sort of saw the value in her yeah. daughter but only yeah. after she died right. she died right and uh, did you see yeah. and did you see how she as a woman who tr- tried and tried and tried so much to prove himself and mm-hmm. she then she had a seat on the table and when she did she she would only give seat to the women around her uh-huh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah. those yeah. were the only women who were there with her till the end Uh-huh. Although yeah. mentally done, although exhausted, all the women in that film were exhausted, were tired. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um but they were kind of each other's ment like you know advocates. Not counselors because I don't think anybody believed in counseling in that film. It was just like drink no. some milk and you will go for a walk and oh you will be gosh. fine. Yeah, it's the those yeah. days of the month when you are a little upset just sleep it off. <laughs> you know, I don't think anybody really <laughs> It was it was I mean very typical, uh-huh. very typical uh-huh. of the the culture that I come from. Like counseling are for like psychos. Uh-huh. Yeah. And if somebody me. sees you yeah. getting counseling, you're not going to yeah. get married because they're going to think they're getting married to a cuckoo. When I tell my mom and I'm, I'm going to talk to a therapist she gets real nervous uh-huh. yeah and i'm like you know we're talking about you uh-huh. don't you uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> you're going to come up but it is interesting like talking about colonialism too and that 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 mm-hmm. phrase uh that comes from uh british culture stay calm and carry yeah. on and it's all uh, yeah. about mm-hmm. like suppressing your feelings for the empire mm-hmm. and um Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's no accident. Oh, that's you know? that's behavioral oh. patterning and propaganda. Yeah. And um that's oh, so yes. sneaky. Yeah. Yes. And did you did just uh, now that you said it it reminded me of something that I literally like I started crying when it said. You know the doctor when she she comes she's like, yeah. "You think too much. Don't uh-huh. think." Oh, I'll just stop thinking. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, "Oh, so women should like, just sing. You have a good voice, just sing." Uh-huh. And yeah. I'm like, oh, so women should stop thinking in order mm-hmm. to survive this. Mm-hmm. Duh. <laughs> yeah, I really really did not like the doctor. Yeah. Although, I, no. you know, I understand like obviously she was abusing sleeping yeah. pills, which is yeah. bad. Yeah. But like the, the words that he any it I think that it really this movie really shows what it's like to be a woman because it was directed by a woman. Yeah. I think that is like Yeah. Yeah. really important um 
But, you know, when you're at the doctor, like, yeah. that does happen even today. Yeah, yeah. Like, you get, you know, uh, treated differently. It's really yeah. frustrating. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like, they, they haven't, they haven't like, uh, spent the same amount of uh, resources or time investigating oh, things that yeah. are particular yes. to women's health. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's interesting how when the, when the brother says, I hear noises, I... Like my, my brain, my brain has noise. My heart has something, Uh you know, when, so she just looks at her, him and she's just like, do you want me to bring you water? And then Mm -hmm. he's like, no, I think you should go sleep. Mm. You know, like Mm -hmm. even she didn't like on an emotional level, nobody was getting anybody. Yeah. No, women were not getting men and men were not getting women. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were on a different planet. Yeah. 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 And it, it's funny because she was, I think both Kala and her mother were surprised by the brother's suicide. Yes. Um, but it's like, you totally saw that coming. I mean, yes. he was basically, yeah. he lost. It's so interesting. This movie did this thing, which sometimes it does. It presents, a movie might present an artist or somebody who's artistic as yeah. like mm-hmm. their, what they do defines them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it becomes his identity. And I, the brother says that at some point. He's like, yeah. I am a singer. This is my identity. This is, mm-hmm. this is my identity. Mm-hmm. And I, I worry that real people as creators and as artists mm-hmm. also think that way. Right. And it's like, I want to mm-hmm. tell people that this is, can we go into therapy corner just for a second? <laughs> yeah. um, I want to yeah. just let people know that like, that's where I live. <laughs> your practice or whatever you do. I know, <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it doesn't have to define, like you don't, you can exist outside of the creative space and you can yeah. still be, you know, you uh-huh. can still be valid. Yeah. It doesn't mean yeah. that you're invalid. Right. I find it very hard. I, I I have not arrived to that mm-hmm. point at all. I'm not even it's close not easy. there. But it's, it's not easy. Like yeah. I can't. Like I remember. I like. I and I still say like if I don't make art, I'm not gonna be Nidabangish. Mm-hmm. You're gonna see a very depressed, sad. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, yeah. Some some other months like it's gonna be bad. It's not gonna yeah. be pleasant. <laughs> but yeah. I just. <laughs> I, I feel that too. But so, you know, you can like. It's funny because I was telling my boyfriend this today that there's this balance that I have with making art, which is that I can't make too much of it or I can't Mm -hmm. make too little. It has to be right in this, like, I have to do it enough to enjoy it, but then I need to miss it for just a little bit. Uh And then I get excited again. And it's it's usually just, I don't know, like, I don't even want to put like an hour amount on it, but there's, Mm -hmm. it's a feeling that I'm either doing too much of it or not enough. Mm -hmm. And so you have to reach that balance. But I I think you can also accept that like, you have other valuable characteristics, not just what you make, right? you know, and- Well- I'm so far from understanding uh it. It's not something that we get taught when we're in school that that Mm -hmm. exists. So I'm having, like, I think right now in my 40s, I'm like Mm -hmm. unlearning things. That's Uh what I'm, I'm Uh not learning new things. I'm unlearning shitty things that I've been picking up. And it's like, uh, you know, so. You know, we're back to that thing too about validating your existence by productivity Mm -hmm. and how much Mm -hmm. that is hammered into us. And, and even like, we really are trained Uh to like, we're not just loved. 
we have to earn love. Mm-hmm. We earn love yes. by being clever, by being yes. productive, yes. by contributing, yeah. by, by helping of service. people. Contributing. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, just don't, I don't know why we can't just give love to people. But like, I mean, uh-huh. I, I'm always kind of working for, for someone's love. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Hyde, I want to ask you, because you're in Germany, do yeah. you feel like, like I know the Germans have, a really strong work ethic, <laughs> yeah. Um, which is sort of in you. Like when I think about Europe, like there's kind of the like I know in Portugal, um, like they take an hour for lunch yeah. and they'll drink wine, yeah. and I'm like, I want that kind of productivity. <laughs> um, but do you think in in Germany it's well, you you know, honestly, I mean, I've only been here for a month, so I couldn't really like speak yeah. very accurately to German culture at this moment. But uh-huh. but I do. Uh-huh. One, one thing that I do notice is like people aren't necessarily in a big hurry. I mean, I think that mm-hmm. they're they're very rule oriented as a culture. But I I think that um mm-hmm. that you know they I think they get two months off for holidays you know if somebody has a baby if somebody has a baby they get you know time off Uh, maternity yeah yeah or paternity you know what's interesting this is a totally a side note here but um i know a couple who recently had a baby and the mother was a nurse and the Mm -hmm. father works in finance or something Uh and Mm -hmm. he got more time off than she did after the baby was born and i was like the fuck is wrong with america like this is crazy (laughs) like she was like shocked and i'm like that Uh you should be upset by this well that's our healthcare system Um, and that's our yeah Uh, yeah social services failing Mm Well, maybe it's a it's a sign from the universe where they're uh, saying like dads should be more engaged with the kids. So maybe ooh, that's a good they, thing. <laughs> they probably should. You know that whole uh, idea that the dads are, you know, kind of like not absent but not particularly present. Passive. Sometimes. They're yeah. very passive. They're, I think yeah. at yeah. least in in my, in my household, it was a very passive. Like I'm uh-huh. I'm I'm working in the office. Yeah. I'm earning money. So right. it's not right. my job to. You know, X, Y, Z. I'll do it on my terms. Yeah. Like yeah. when I am free and when I have the capacity. But yeah. so, mm-hmm. again, the, you being on the top where you can get up and exit. You mm-hmm. decide uh-huh. what you do for yourself. Yeah. But yeah. But the other person is at the holding that structure. It does not have the privilege to just say, right. I'm not going to do it today. Right. I'm not, right. not going to be a parent today, you well, know. Um, Both of my brothers had children, and I don't think either one of Mm -hmm. them ever changed a single diaper. I think it was always just like, oh, the baby needs this. I'm passing the baby on to you. Yeah, and you get away with that in some cultures. Yeah. Uh Yes, Mm -hmm. because you can be so limited by self-concept. It has very little to do with what you're actually capable of, but what you think you're allowed to do. Exactly. You know, I so I haven't brought that up yet. Mm-hmm. I think the real, the real. Um, um, I think once we had a conversation. This is like post divorce, and it's very recent because I'm still going through it. I'm not okay. completely divorced, but so Elma, Elma said, "Hey, mom, like I know Baba earns more than you because, like, we were born and you had to take care of us, so you didn't have a job for many years." Ah. And so, and she's nine. Yeah. Right? And then I said, well, 
She did. She's like, I know we were born. And so you didn't have a job for many years, but Baba has been working for many years. So he, you know, he has a lot of money and you don't. Mm. <laughs> and then, wow. so, you know, and as I said, actually, no, I did not quit my job because you were born. I had to leave my job back in Pakistan because we moved here. Yeah. Uh -huh. And soon after we moved here, I was pregnant with you. And so you were born. So I didn't quit my job because I had you. I quit mm -hmm. my job because I immigrated to yeah. the US. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. So I had to do another master's, which I did. And then I, right. you know, and now I'm back on my feet again. Yeah. Because and then you, I told... You said you mentioned uh, that you had to kind of start all over because, yes. the, you know, yes. the requirements yes. were different here. Exactly. Because I want, I, you know, I wanted to go back to academia and, you know, in America, they want like another MFA from an American mm -hmm. system for you to kind of get into academia again. Uh -huh. So right. they wouldn't consider that I was an assistant professor in Pakistan. I was teaching at a National College of Arts. But you so know, crazy. so it is, mm. it, it is. So, so I, I kind of told her, no, it wasn't you. It wasn't you at all. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so maybe this is a good mm. lesson for you to kind of don't quit for your job for anybody uh -huh. yeah. to move to another place for anybody. You need to have a job when you move somewhere, if you move with somewhere with somebody. Uh -huh. So don't rely. I kind of, said it's not because I'm a mother I don't have a job I am a mother because I relied on him protecting us yeah. when we move here as a sole earner uh -huh. and yeah. that was my mistake not because I was a mother that was not my mistake that was so my mistake yeah, was that would have happened irregardless right? exactly like and a, yeah. and there are a lot of women who who work and who have kids so I didn't want that to be in her mind oh you're a mom you have to like quit your job no you right. don't Mm. Um, right. Um, mm. so, so it was, so we kind of talk about things like that. Um, and you know, I try to kind of take them to all the openings and be mixed, like, you know, with all the crazy art people who, <laughs> you know, work so crazy, <laughs> you know, who are, yeah. who are very unlike what, what, what the, the, the society that's that like the South Asian community that we are surrounded by. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's so, so I didn't even think that that is, but those are really good lessons to just like symbiotically pick up, like, yes. the, you know, when you're kind of seeing a different kind of group of people and yes. interacting and yeah, yes. that, gosh, well, I mean, it's not easy to go against this, these sort of expectations. Like I, it's so funny. I was just thinking about like, how my parents were like pretty progressive for the 90s I suppose yeah. uh -huh. but mm -hmm. you know I mean it was like well now it's like 40 years ago or something yeah but um I, <laughs> I have I have this memory of I had to pick an instrument to play for the band <laughs> mm -hmm. and I thought I wanted to play the trumpet because <laughs> it's got three little keys and uh -huh. that sounded easy to me and I'm lazy sometimes <laughs> so I was like three little keys that's easy <laughs> And by the way, I was also playing the piano uh, oh, wow. much earlier, so I was already like kind of tired of music. Yeah. So I was like, I've got all these piano keys. I just want three. Oh, this is oh, this is my plan. <laughs> Little did I know now, because I date a musician. I don't mean to brag, oh. y'all, um, but he said the trumpet is the hardest instrument to play. Oh damn! But my little brain didn't know that. Yeah. And don't judge do a book by its cover. You you should have picked the triangle. <laughs> <laughs> or a tambourine. Didn't they have a tambourine? Or the cowbell. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh my god. But my parents said that the trumpet was not a good idea. Uh-huh. And do y'all have any guesses as to what instrument they encouraged me to play? What Violin? would be appropriate oh, oh, for a because little it was, girl oh, to play? Like a flute. Yes, they, I played the flute uh-huh. because that was girly uh-huh. and the trumpet was for boys. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. that was the dumbest thing. I could have been yeah. a great trumpet player. I could have been the best trumpet player. Yeah. And I was I was okay at the flute. But it's like our... You could have been in a band with Lisa Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, that was my yeah. dream but you know yeah. it's it's and that's where all the unlearning comes yeah yes because it's like comes. yeah and i i don't think they did this maliciously of course mm-hmm. but it's like these little i mean god only knows how many other little things and on the flip side they knew this woman who was really disappointed that her daughter wanted to to be a cheerleader uh-huh. because she was more of a tomboy and wanted oh. her to be in soccer. Uh-huh. So like it goes right. both ways. Yeah. So, yeah. But it, you're, you're right, Nana, like this, like conforming to whatever yeah. expectations, it's so misleading uh-huh. and, and misguided and, and, you it know, and, no, and we do it subconsciously. Once you become more aware of it, yeah, you kind of, you, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, red flag, red flag, red flag. So you kind yeah. of stop mm-hmm. doing it. I mean, of course, sometimes it just, happens and it comes out and you know i remember eva uh she they both played soccer um uh-huh. and they're really good at it and eva once said i want to do um i want to be a cheerleader and mm-hmm. i didn't say anything but i didn't entertain that idea uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. i just but i didn't say i said i didn't say no you can't be i was just quiet yeah <laughs> Well, let me tell you this. As somebody who was a cheerleader, um, uh, cheerleading is more dangerous than any of the other sports. Yes, it is. I bet it is. Very dangerous. because so athletic, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're flipping around and... and, Yes. um, I don't think I wanted her to be around that vibe because the Mm. cheerleading girls are usually not very nice or maybe that's my perception of it but they're just usually yeah i can see how you might think that um but you know um yeah it's funny harlots Harlots with pom-poms Or maybe yeah. that's or maybe that's my exposure to like stupid media, right? That I just consume well, without knowing really. Mm-hmm. I don't have cheerleader friends, but I'm and just. And you like, know, it's typical that it's it's the most popular girls that get to be cheerleaders. Yes. And so you know, and, and yes. popular girls don't always have the reputation of being that generous. But yeah, I mean, yes. they're vilified in I... teen movies and stuff. Yeah. Yes, but I mean, I've I've had my sh- fair share of experience with like mean, popular girls. Oh, sure. Oh, Even yeah. as an adult, I'm having that problem. But then, so I I, you know, but yeah, I mean, if they want to, it never goes away. But you know, I just didn't want them to be very directly exposed to. Well, you're up yeah. for public examination. Like, you're, yeah, it, like if you're in a band, you have an instrument. If you're a cheerleader, you are the instrument, right? Ooh, your body and I didn't yeah and I didn't like that idea too so because you know the I mean yeah I mean when I see the the them the cheerleaders cheering for the for Uh the soccer players and I'm like oh so they're in support you're the supporting role Uh and Mm -hmm. I I I don't know why I still have to sit and 
think about it because I don't think I've given it much thought. But I know that there's so many things yeah. that I find problematic in in that area. Yes, yes. And I don't want my girls to be exposed yeah. to it. How interesting. I mean, yeah. Aaron and I spend a lot of time unpacking culture mm -hmm. in this way that, uh, like, mm. like marriage traditions and such, like family yes. structures and all of these things that people just yes. have this knee-jerk reaction. They're like, oh, you should have children. Mm -hmm. Oh, you'd be such a great parent. And it's like, that's not everybody's yeah. dream. And like, stop yeah. imposing. Like, you don't even think you're imposing, but you're imposing. Yeah, yeah. And you're not, you know. Totally. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, there's yeah. a lot to look at um, mm. there. So, I don't, I mean, I would be nervous being a, a parent of daughters, you know, that they, like, they don't, mm -hmm. like, unconsciously just accept a role, you know. Mm hmm. And the same with boys. I think boys can get trapped into the Oh, hell oh, yeah. It's just a different kind of, yeah. you yes. know. Actually, you know, when um, we started yes. off, uh, Nita, the, mm. we were we were like um, talking about how like boys are allowed to be free and, and, and then girls are yeah. like given responsibilities. And like as a queer person, like I felt like mm. anything I, it was my natural inclination as a child. Yeah. Would, it was, mm -hmm. it was so heavily gendered. And I was, mm -hmm. I was kind of a nervous kid, you know, because I felt like mm -hmm. so many things were disapproved of. So I didn't mm -hmm. really have the experience of being accepted. Even at like five or six mm -hmm. years old, I was like, I was noticing, wow. noticing wow. things from adults. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, yeah. you don't start being queer when you become, you know, first go through adolescence or whatever. I really do think you're queer, <laughs> you know, your whole life. Huh. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. Wow. Like, out of the womb. Yeah, and all that comes with that, you know, like, sensibilities, yeah. Yeah. Uh, humor, like, uh, things you, you know, yeah. are interested in, yeah. Not that all queer people yeah. are the same either, but just, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Because there are some but I think really that, boring that, queer that people. Longing. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know that longing to fit in? Yeah. And that oh, longing, yeah. at that, I think that age, especially with my girls, they, they, they kind of want to fit in. They do not want to stick out. Yeah. You know, although... Well, they already I think stick it, out, It's when right? you get a little old. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. But then I think they just want to... Yeah. They just want to be like their friends. Yeah. Well, there's a certain advantage, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's exhausting to be revolutionary. It's exhausting it to is. go against the grain. Like, you really... You have to have so much strength, it. you know? And it's constant. You yeah. said it. You said it. Sometimes yes, it's, it's easier so to constant. just uh, uh, surrender to what people want you to do. Yes. If you could. It's yes. sort of there was a funny scene back to the movie a little bit. Uh -huh. um, if you all might remember this, it was sort of like the this weird, like sort of a horrifying moment kind of in the middle where um, Kala is being sort of married off. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, and, you know, you're kind of getting yeah. the you know, the idea that this was her mother's way to kind of push her uh -huh. into, mm -hmm. you know, a role that she was more yeah. um, comfortable with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and then Kala <laughs> suggests that maybe she should marry yeah. her adopted brother. Yes. And then they could, because she's so terrified of like leaving the house yes. with mother. Yes. And, and it made me so sad that, like, I was like, Kala, you should get away from your mom. Right. Yes. Like, yes. But I think she couldn't even imagine 
doing yes. that without getting her approval. Yeah. I think the approval for her was so because she never got it. Mm-hmm. She never, never received it or seen yeah. her because she could have gotten approval as a a, a wife, I suppose, oh, yeah. but she mm-hmm. wasn't interested in that. Uh-huh. She wanted yeah. she wanted to have something to do with family legacy. Uh-huh. Like the family legacy. You know. Um so that's sort of interesting that like she wanted she wanted something more than just yeah. that sort oh, of traditional. Do you remember the mother's facial you know? expressions when she says so boys and girls it's not the same. So the rules are not the same. She said so the rules Wait, remember when she? she was she's like the rules oh, are not yes. the same for both boys yes. and girls and the mom kind of looks at her and be like like she didn't say a word her eyes are just like of course like you kidding me is that a question? Like you know she's yeah. you know she kind of winked at said like yeah. of course are you are you idiot for even asking me question? <laughs> um so that was that was pretty yeah. interesting yeah. to me. Like she said a lot by just a wink. Like, yeah. Of course. Yeah. The mother was so chilling to me and it was so interesting that they I mean it seems so obvious now but it's like oh, the God. weather was right. generally cold um and it's like this parallel between the yeah. mother and the weather oh, and even at some point the mom pushes yeah. Kala outside in this very like cruel yes. way to punish her for not being yes. to, for not excelling um it just makes her like stay outside yeah. for i don't know how long um and um yeah i mean it's it's the performances were stellar and i also wanted to mention how the lighting yes. was just really beautiful. Like it was a very pretty movie with all the snow. Yes. I mean, it was very well set. Yeah. The cinematography was really nice. It was so well done. Although like the mother was the so-called villain, but she was, she had such a presence. I think every time she would enter the scene, she would just t- take over. She had like the mother really had a presence, I think in this entire film. Um, yeah. Um, Neta, is there anything else you wanted to talk about, uh, with the movie or your... Oh my God, we talked about so many things. I know. Didn't we? I have to say, like, I really, really enjoyed this movie. (laughs) I didn't know what to expect, but I highly recommend it. It's not something that you... We didn't really talk about how beautiful the music is in this film. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) yes. Yeah. Oh like my really, god, um, that's true. I kept listening to it just because uh, uh-huh. I wanted to hear it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes. I mean, I think the the music in this film was um, produced by four very no- prominent musicians um, in India. Uh-huh. So I think they had a really amazing thing. I I don't mm. personally know them. Yeah. Because I am not into this gen- genre mm. of mu- music, but it you know um, I, when I was reading the reviews because I kind of went into a rabbit hole of what yeah. those insects because <laughs> the, I saw like you know when she, when she, the thought came and there's this black feathers around her they turned into these black moths. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when the first time the thought came to her. Mm-hmm. And then her body language changed from uh-huh. a very innocent, young-looking girl to like a, uh, you know, like the re- the rebel that like I am yeah. going to, I'm not going to go the path that my mother had designed for me. I am going to, you know, work my way through the industry and figure out how to get 
to that level and maybe just maybe my mom is gonna like uh-huh. like you know oh, man. appreciate do y'all me. remember that scene where she's pretending to talk to her mom on the phone yes. oh my god that was so oh, sad so sad oh my it god. was really sad yeah, that's yeah. how I feel when I when I figure out my mom's not listening to the podcast. Like, oh, oh, oh Aaron, no, it's fine. It's you fine. have to be glad she's not listening because as often <laughs> as, as she comes up as a figure, I was like, oh no, we can't. I know, I know. Erin, yeah. is your mom going to listen to this one? Oh, hell no. Especially because okay. she's not seen the movie and she'll, okay. she doesn't watch new movies anymore because... Okay. I don't know. Um, yeah. And so, no, she won't be listening. No, unless, unless somebody tells her that I've been talking about her, oh. then she might, but yeah, it's a pretty safe bet she won't listen. Mom, we love you. We know you tried your best. Yeah. yeah, I have a platform to talk about her, which is always great. Erin, we, um, yeah. we, yeah. we should do a fake episode just for her <laughs> and tell her, get her to listen to it and just be saying all these glowing things about her. And then she'll oh be like, you know what? Please, I like this. Please episode. publish it. Uh, Yes, yes, Please yes, publish yes. it because, you know, don't deprive oh us of the, of the fun. Yeah. All right. I'm working I love on your it. mom, by I'm the way. I'm already working on it. I do, too. Yeah. I do, I know. too. I you know, know, I just I can't know. live with her. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, um, Nana, thank you so much for being on our podcast. This was so thank much fun. Thank you for yeah. having us. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, now everybody's gonna walk, go watch Color and be really, really totally. sad. Totally. Yeah, they're gonna love and it. Very though. sad. It's so a just, good. Just, yeah. It's not a happy film. Yeah. Just no. telling you in advance. Yeah. Everybody. It's surprising. Although we dark. kind of ruined yeah. it, but yeah, mm-hmm. it is very dark. There's nothing bright about it. Not even a single. <laughs> but it's like, also no, like honestly, I tried. Yeah. yeah. But, but beautiful. Yes. Those and saris that, are beautiful. Yeah. And the cinematography is beautiful. The lighting is beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the actress yeah. that is the main character. She's is, good. She, yeah. has, she yes. has like an Audrey Hepburn quality. Like you really she just can't get enough of her. Anytime she's on the screen, you're just like, you know, yes. crushing on her. Yes. That yeah. visual pleasure is abundant. Uh-huh. But like mental darkness is also abundant. So. Yeah. Yeah. Just pick your poison, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not picking mercury. You guys can have mercury. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I've played, oh, okay. I've played with mercury so much in my. Wow. I mean, I didn't know. My dad was a surgeon, and he used to have these thermometers every. And I used to break them because it was too fun, just like yeah. playing with it. Yeah, just like touching it. It was just like. You didn't eat it, though. I no, I didn't eat it. Good. But I. But I've heard you're not even supposed to touch it. Right, right. Yeah, you you're not. Through the but skin. you know, mm-hmm. in the medieval era, that was like a remedy for God yeah. knows what. You know. Right? Yeah, you know that is why we're just so amazing. We're just a little, a little twisted and a little demented. It's just yeah. because we I played with mercury. That's yeah. why I'm an artist. Yeah. <laughs> mercury and leeches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Neta, did you want to uh, talk about any like projects you're working on or new work or anything like that before we go? Oh my God, I am yes, I'm so I'm working on these new uh, book series that I'm working mm. with, and I'm actually um, I want to kind of dabble back because into um, glass. So Ooh. I'm making these houses and homes with. The, which are going to be the cover of the books with glass. So, uh, you know, this is something I learned 12 years ago at the Princess School of Art London, and I'm really excited to make these beautiful 
stained glass homes. Cool. That sounds really, really I'm really excited about that. And there are, you know, a couple of exhibitions in the pipeline in, you know, in next year and this year. And, you know, right now I'm being screened. um, uh, This bridge called my back is being screened at Copenhagen as we speak, which is nice. Um, Yes, it's it's part of their uh, film festival uh, week. Um, It's their part of their art week, which is pretty cool. Congratulations. But yeah, I mean, Instagram and then everything you'll find out, like everything, not everything, but like work-wise everything. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we look forward to seeing that and I guess we'll talk soon. I'm sure we'll see you around Dallas. Happy 50th episode, Erin. I know. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I'm blushing. Y'all can't see. Okay. All right. Well, so long, gang. Thank you so much. Bye, thank hi. You. Bye, Netta. Talk Bye. soon. Bye. Bye. Okay.